Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to discuss an issue that's kind of been put on my lap in the past week or so. And I want to make things clear uh, to a few people. Well, as you see the title, there's been a propaganda that has been waged by the Boers out in South Africa. Now the Boers are the Dutch basically uh, their homeland is the Netherlands, a place they do not want to go. Mind you, they don't want to be in their homeland at all. And I'm like, why don't you want to be in the Netherlands? I mean, I've been to the Netherlands. I mean, shortly, it wasn't that long. And you know, the Netherlands seems like any other country. It didn't seem like it was bad, but they don't want to go to the Netherlands, their homeland. And neither do people from the Netherlands want them actually. And we covered this on a, another story on African diaspora news channel. Uh, there was another South African woman that showed that people in New Zealand didn't want the Boers people uh, in Australia didn't want the Boers. Nobody in European society want the Boers at all. So they kind of in a position where they really can't leave. If they want to, but they kind of put themselves in that position. I don't know. It was something called apartheid because a lot of people still label them as that, but it goes back to our brother, Julius Malema. Now our brother, Julius Malema is the head of the economic freedom fighters. It is a political party in South Africa. We know our brother Julius Malema speaks up a lot about, you know, racism, white supremacy that goes on in South Africa. He speaks about it, uh, when it, in the geopolitical sense, he definitely talks about different things that's happened, um, here in America, our brother, you know, he, for the most part, he definitely has, uh, the right message in the right direction. You know, just maybe one thing he's done. I can say, Oh, Julius, why you do that? But outside of that, the majority of things that he say, I say, okay, I can go along with that. I like how this brother speak. If we had the majority of African leaders speak like Julius Malema, the continent would literally be a superpower. I, I really believe that. So you have elections coming up in South Africa, I think next year and, and every election season, Julius Malema is gaining more ground uh, with the people in South Africa. So, you know, the, the recent story about Julius Malema, they was at their celebration. I think the 10 year celebration of the EFF, they was in, um, uh, FNB stadium out there in Soweto, very, very big stadium. About a hundred thousand people were in attendance and they sung uh, a song and everybody really saw it throughout the world. Uh, people was like, man, I'm feeling that energy. Ooh, I love, I love the energy because it wasn't even so much what he was saying. It was just the energy that was coming off of that. Right. And so many black people, you know, heard that. And they were feeling that energy. And a lot of them actually wanted to be in that stadium. A lot of them say, I wish I was in there with them just to witness that. You know what I'm saying? But after he sung a apartheid song during the time of apartheid, Julius Malema did not make up the song at all. Um, it was made up way back in the day when brothers and sisters was under apartheid. So Julius Malema said that he's not going to forget his history. He's going to continue to sing the song, kill the boar. That's the name of the song. Basically he was singing, right? Or at least the part that they was worried about. And he went to court. They said it was freedom of speech. 
he could sing the song. They were trying to get criminal charges put on him uh, with the white supremacist group AfriForum that's over there. Look them up. They're white supremacists. And so Julius decided to sing the song. Well, of course, when he sung this song, it went all over the um, white supremacist media globally. Um, Elon Musk got involved with it as well. Of course, they continued this propaganda saying that every boar over there is being attacked by black people. Oh, every boar that owns a farm. Oh, they're being attacked. Oh, we cannot live over here because we're just suffering. Oh, those black people, they doing us so bad. My God. And then Julius Malema went sing that song and oh my God, it's going to be worse because with Julius Malema and those people were singing in South Africa. Well, the following day after that, Boers actually went up to the EFF headquarters and they wanted to actually want to start a ruckus with them. And the EFF ran in behind off of them when I saw the video and one of the EFF members smacked him up. So what you coming up here for? I mean, the brother, you know, had to put in some work because he didn't know what those Boers are going to do. He, he know the, the, the ancestors of those people, right? So you have a lot of boars in, in, in recently have been sending messages to me. Even some of them have, you know, cussed me out. Some of them have made threats. I mean, I thought you was innocent people that didn't, that needed help. Why are you making threats toward a, a black man in America? I thought your issue was brother Julius Malema. I'm not Julius Malema. Not at all. I've never spoken to the brother. Um, I would like to interview the brother. Definitely but I have not had a chance to interview him yet or, or talk to his people or anything. So I don't know why you are messaging me. Like I have any kind of direct line to brother Julius Malema. But even if I did have a direct line to Julius Malema, I would not be speaking to him on your behalf. Let's call it what it is. In 1994, suppose it apartheid ended Nelson Mandela became the president of South Africa. Now rest assured we in America definitely pressed against the apartheid government. We even pressed our own government and say, now nah, we going we, we, we got to boycott that government. That government is, is wicked. That government is white supremacist. Look at what they're doing to our brothers and sisters. I mean, around that time movies like Serafina came out and a lot of brothers and sisters saw that and they just say, nah, we got to stand up for our cousins in the, in South Africa. And I will tell you so far out of all the travels I've had, our South African brothers and sisters, I relate to them more because what they went through, through apartheid is literally the same things that we went through doing Jim Crow and redlining and all the different things that we have been through here in America. So they get it. They, they get it. And that's why they more inept to fight too, because they had to fight. So, when it comes to our brother Julius Malema and the Boers, who do you think you're messaging? Who do you think you're talking to? I, I'm not trying to affiliate with, with nobody because one thing you're doing, you're lying. You're, you have been creating a propaganda for a long time. You're lying. If there's some crime that happens in South Africa, sure. If there's some uh, a crime that's happened on farms, sure. But how many crimes have we've seen of boars committing crimes against black people, 
boars being racist against black people. Oh, I guess you forgot that fight that you did at that um, Maisel sport, right? I'm saying it right. Uh, when you almost tried to slam a black child into a uh, fence that had those, those little jagged edge spikes on it, almost slammed the black child's head to that. Or what about when y'all was out there trying to fight with black people about the school? And y'all in the EFF was going back and forth because y'all being racist to the black children in school. Uh, what about y'all, how y'all still ridicule black children even to this day in some of y'all schools over there in South Africa about their hair? See, don't run around here acting like you innocent and, oh, you just trying to live your life and, and, and you have done nothing to those brothers and sisters over there. On top of that, in South Africa, and it's sad. It is sad because I've seen it, it's sad. It's like South Africa is a country I really love, but I'm really torn about it at the same time. I really love it because it's our brothers and sisters. It still is kind of similar to what we used to. So it's not that big of a culture shock, but it's not America. But at the same time, when you start peeling everything back, even though apartheid is quote unquote over financial apartheid never ended. All the wealth of South Africa is in the hands of a minority over there. It is not in the hands of the majority of the brothers and sisters It's in the hands of the Boers or is also in the hands of Indians as well. Not in many Indians, but Indians still have way more wealth over there than uh, uh, black folk. And the Boers definitely got way more wealth than the Indians and the blacks. You understand? And I have seen both of those groups being hella racist to our brothers and sisters over there. See, when y'all message me, like, who you think you're talking to? I'm not your running the mill guy that don't cover these stories. We don't have a platform. We just focus on America, America, America. No, we, we have a, a platform that focuses globally on what black folks are doing. So it's not a whole lot that you're surprising me with. I've gotten video from brothers and sisters in South Africa where an Indian lady messaged me too. And I don't know what was her issue. He's up there caping for Zaddy. What that had Julius didn't say nothing about y'all. So what are you talking about? Why are you messaging me? Telling me you got influence. It don't matter what I got. Why are you messaging me? Like I told her, go talk to brother Julius Malema about that. I ain't seeing it. What are you telling me for? Well, you think I'm gonna go speak for y'all too? When I, when I got sent video of y'all trying to beat up and trying to pull knives on a brother, over there in, in, in his homeland. But then when brother Julius say, okay, when it comes to them, you can go back to your homeland too. They listen, these people want to be racist to black people in their own homeland. Then get mad when Julius tell them, all right, no problem. You don't like black folk. Fine. We cool. Go ahead on and, and, and carry yourself back to the Netherlands, carry yourself back to your homeland in India. If you don't like black folk, then they want to get mad. They want to say, well, we've been here hundreds of years and, and, and this is our home too. Okay. If it's your home, well, why don't you act like it? Get along with all the members of the house, but you don't want to do that. You think you're going to continue to treat black people ugly. You think you're going to continue to be racist in their homeland. What I look like taking 10,000 black Americans to India or the Netherlands and treating them racist in their own country. You know, good and well, if we were to go to India being racist toward Indians, they'll kick our behinds out. 
You know, good and well, if we went to the Netherlands being racist toward those people, they would kick our behinds out. But when it comes to black folk, we supposed to put up with everybody's racism and don't say nothing. We don't supposed to say, you know what? If you don't like us, go over there then. If you don't like us. If you don't, if, if, if you feel this way about black people, it's a simple solution. I had a board tell me, well, it's not that simple. We can't just pack up and leave. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. There are people that pack up and leave every day. Look at the United States of America. People pack up from, from way in South America to come way up here to the United States. They pack up and leave all the time. Though that's, that is a freaking lie. Them planes run every day at OR Tombow Airport. And they, they can fly you directly to the Netherlands. Don't lie and say that. They put out this propaganda that every boar over there is being attacked. And they can't live and they just wiping them out. They, they, they continue to say the term genocide. But y'all, those of you in the chat who's been to South Africa, and, and you're going to agree with me when I say this, if it's truly a genocide, against boars in South Africa. How come tourists who are Caucasian, how come they keep on flocking to South Africa? Every time I went to South Africa, it was a lot of Caucasians on the flight from America. Some I've seen from, from different European countries. If it was black folks were really doing that, how come they keep coming back? You would think they would get there or something happened to them and they, they running out there trying to run out the country because, oh my God, they're attacking me. They're attacking us. Oh my God, they're right. I was, I was in last time I was in South Africa back in March, especially in Cape Town. You go to Cape Town where a lot of them at. They didn't look like they were scared to me. I was there. Every time I went there, they didn't look at that. It was scared. Brothers and sisters, they out there jogging running up the mountain, they riding bikes, they out there uh, on the beach enjoying themselves, they're skateboarding, they're sitting at restaurants with their friends and, 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 and family, um, they listen to music, and they look so comfortable. I've not seen now one of them, when we walk by as black people, like, oh my God, they're going to do me something. Do not let these people play this propaganda on y'all. This is why I tell black folks, travel. Cause see, if you don't travel and you don't at least go to these places where these people are saying, definitely at least in the African continent, now you're talking about somewhere else in my business, but the African continent, then I was, then if, if I was ignorant of that, I'm like, Oh, well, do they have a point? What's going on? And they selectively show crime that happens in certain places. Now I looked into the crime actually, and I looked into where the majority of these farm incidents are happening. And they say they're happening in free state because they have like about nine provinces in South Africa. So according to the South African police service, when I looked it up, free state and the Eastern Cape is the two places that have the most issues with uh, uh, farm crime. But it's not just farmers that's getting uh, things happen to them. There are black folks every day that's having crime happen to them. Notice they don't talk about the crime that happened to black folk. The only, only people that matter with crime in South Africa is them. So it, it, right there, it lets you know they own a white supremacist tip. They don't care about everybody in the country. All they care about is themselves. If nothing was happening to them at all, 
then it, they wouldn't care. They'd be fine right there. The another issue they got with Julius Malema, because Julius Malema say, look, it is not right for our former uh, uh, oppressors and still currently oppressing us to have all the land, to have all the wealth. When black folk don't have nothing and then they want to complain about crime. Well, when you sit up there and you hold the land and you hold the wealth and you leave everybody out and you don't, you, it's not like in 1994, you say, you know what? Let's spread this equally. That way we can have an equal nation and everybody can share in this nation, which would have been the right thing to do. Y'all claim y'all a rainbow nation. No, not LGBT, even though LGBT is there, but you claim you're a rainbow nation, mean of all these different groups, but you don't act like a rainbow nation that everybody get along. Everybody shares in the wealth. Everybody shares in the land. No, you don't do that. I've seen it with my own two eyes. So when you have a group of people who are suffering economically and it's done by design, what do you think is going to happen? You complain about crime. When you starve people out and they can't eat, you got it. What you think they're going to do? That's in every nation in the world, even in my nation, America. You don't give resources to people. You starve them out. They look at you as fresh meat. They say, oh, I got to get that. You riding around here, you dangling your wealth in their face. They're like, oh, I got to get it because I'm hungry. The best thing to do to solve that criminal problem is to put the resources equally for everybody. That way, those brothers and sisters won't be committing crime like that anymore. It's just that simple. But let's call it what it is. Certain areas in, in, in Johannesburg, Cape Town, wherever, they, crime is in every nation. It is not exempt to any nation. The issue that we have here is this. You want to put out a propaganda like those brothers and sisters message you every day. I've seen black folks in South Africa. Don't even bother with y'all like that. Y'all are living y'all best life in South Africa. It would shock a lot of American black Americans for sure to go see how y'all just enjoying y'all self. I had one guy who was a boar that, that uh, was actually part of a driver service. And he was telling us about the country X, Y, Z. And he brought us to an area, which I kind of got upset really. And that's why I had to kind of check him brought us to an area like a shanty town. He said, Oh, you want to go down there and film that? I'm like, no, I don't want to film that. I do not sit up here and produce content to show black people in a horrible condition. What, what do I get out of that? I say, why, why would I want to film that? There's nothing to film. Ooh, look how poor they are. That, that is so, that is so ugly because you know what? You looking down on somebody, you can be in the same condition. We'll put a camera up your face and then, you, then if they want to start throwing rocks at you and kick your butt, I would understand. If you will go over there, at least go bring some, bring some, uh, uh, um, some rand to them and give them some money while you're there instead of you just sit up there and just filming them and, and trying to, Oh, look how poor they are. And, and I'm so glad that we have our own co uh, 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 platforms now that we could show how other black people are living outside of what the white supremacists want to show. But the guy was complaining constantly, like, like they've been complaining about South Africa. So I told him, I said, well, aren't you from the, are you, aren't you people from the Netherlands? He said, yeah, yeah, they are. And I say, well, if the country is that bad, like you say it is, I'm listening to you. Wouldn't it be better to 
go to the Netherlands instead of dealing with the problems in South Africa? I mean, I mean, I mean, you saying it's that bad. You complaining about the ANC, you complaining about Julius, you complain about either. Wouldn't it be better to go to your homeland? I don't want to go over there. I, I love this country. I never want to leave it. Okay. So why are you complaining about it? Why are you talking bad about the people so much? I'm just saying the fact is apartheid, at least the, the, that one version of apartheid is gone. The last version of apartheid they got to go is the financial apartheid. You're never getting South Africa back. It's not happening. You could dream it just like the white supremacists in America. They dream about slavery. Oh, they wish they lived in a time when black people would be subservient to them. Look down, say yes, a boss. Yes, a, yes, a ma'am. And all that. They, they wish they can go back to that. You're never having that ever. It's never coming back. We're never going. You know, they're not going back to the days of apartheid. We're not going back to the days of Jim Crow and slavery here in America. You can forget it. So you either shape up and get along with everybody in South Africa, or you go ahead on, get on the plane and carry your happy self somewhere else to your homeland. I don't see what's so bad about that. What's bad about it? Then one idiot tells me, maybe like somebody telling you as an African American to go to the continent of Africa. It's a big difference with that. First of all, South Africans are in their homeland. I'm in mine. My family been here over 500 years. Yes. My family is of African descent. Yes. I know what my family traced back to in West Africa. Surely I do. But for 500 years, there was no America to my ancestors built America. You understand? So, 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 and then what country I'm going to go to unless I choose to go to a particular country. So you can't even say that right now. They say, well, it's the same with us. No, you left your homeland to go over there to colonize black Americans didn't colonize nobody. The brothers and sisters in South Africa didn't colonize nobody. They were doing their own thing. You even brought the Indians and how the Indians got down there is you brought them from their homeland to South Africa to do all your work. That's how they got down there. Same thing in Kenya. It's how Indians got over there. They didn't come over there and say, Oh, we just want to explore and live here. That's not the way it went down. This is why I don't understand why any East Indian will have an issue with black folk. When the reason why you're down there is because you was working for them folks. If anything, you should be on the black people's side. But the crazy part is it's so crazy when I see people who have been colonized and ostracized by the folks teaming up with them against black folk. It doesn't make sense. Like in Latin America, you would say, okay, black folks and Hispanics should be together on everything because Hey, look what they did. Look what they continue to do. No, you want to shuck and jive and still be against black folk. Like we've done you anything. I'm not saying all East Indians feel that way in South Africa. I'm not even saying all Boers that feel that way. I'm not saying that because I don't indict no group of, of, of something that, that not all is doing, but to the ones that's doing it. Okay. This propaganda is it is not working. You can stop the lies because you can either easily go to my, my Lume's Exodus channel. I did a whole, what eight video series in South Africa. And, and I didn't see one person out there harming anybody. Not one. So, so don't lie. Don't lie. But, but I'm, but one thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say nothing to people in my community for you because you don't say nothing in your community for me. When have you done that?
Y'all refuse to go against your own for black folk. Even when you know something's wrong. Matter of fact, you go to a black person and say, yeah, they are kind of racist, you know, but you won't say that publicly. It's only a few like fences. I interviewed Kim Heller from South Africa. She's a, a white person, right? I'm cool with Kim. I'm cool with Kim. I, that kind of white person. I'll talk to him all day. I'm good with it because she speak up about the racism. What's the other lady? I, I think her name was Bridget. I think that was her name. I did a, a video about, I actually spoke to her, um, on X, uh, after I did the video, someone like her that's calling y'all out. I'm cool with her. Any bore that's calling y'all out for what y'all are doing. That's against black folk. I'm cool with those boards. I, I I'm chill with them. Any East Indian that's calling out anything in their community against black folk. And they, and they really showing that they solidarity with black folk. They, they, they cool with me. No problem. Cause one thing about me, I'm cool with everybody. As long as you're on the side of righteousness and I'm against anybody who's against us. So don't message me. Don't tell me anything. I'm never going to sit up here and condemn Julius Malema or, or any brother and sister who's speaking up for their freedom. Because ask yourself this question. You say Julius Malema sing, sung that song. He's singing the song because the way y'all treat them, black people. That's why. Y'all act like y'all just treating black people so great and everything so equal in South Africa. And oh, it's just the best thing ever. And y'all, y'all have just been so sweet to black people. And they all of a sudden just singing that song. Y'all had the opportunity in 1994 to turn over a new leaf. Y'all had the opportunity to wipe the slate clean, start over and fresh anew. You chose not to. There was a story I covered on African diaspora well, a board, so-called pastor, he was arrested for conspiring to poison the water supply to black people. That's the things that y'all are doing after 1994. Y'all, y'all not being the sweet and innocent over there. And these black people just in FNB stadium singing that song. Come on now. There's so many things that y'all have been doing and y'all not checking nobody in your community. You're not seeing anything. So stop there. What's that party? DA that one, how they, how they trying to do everything they can to undermine the worm their way in. So they can try to take the country back over. Come on, come on. Like I said, who y'all think y'all talking to, but don't message me about that. Cause like I said, you mentioned me crying and, and using propaganda. I'm telling you from right up front, you DM me I'm with propaganda. I'm, I'm blocking you completely. I don't want to hear that. Carry yourself to Candace Owens. Go cry to her. Go talk to Jesse Lee Peterson. Go cry to them. Not me. I'm for my people globally, period. Because my people have nobody to defend them, and I'm not going to turn against them for nobody. It's just not happening.